Welcome to Jeremiah Smith Ministries, a place where you can grow in God's Word. Praise the Lord. Mark eleven twenty four, And it says here, Therefore I say unto you, whatsoever things you desire when you pray, believe that you receive them, and you shall have them. Amen. But notice what he said there in that scripture we read before. He says, For verily I say unto you that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, and be thou be removed, and be thou cast in the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but he shall ha- but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. So he says, whatever you believe, that's what's going to come to pass. Amen. And you know, a lot of people believe that they're, you know, they're downtrodden. They believe that they're supposed to be depressed all day. They believe that they're going to be sick all day. You know, they believe that's what they're saying out of their mouth, and they believe it. And it's dangerous, amen. That's that's dangerous. You know, you need to be saying things out of the Bible that you believe. You need to be speaking things out of your Bible that you believe, amen. We don't just say anything out of your mouth. I said this before in a series that we were talking about. I believe it was uh, the days of increase. I said, there's some things you can beat me and not get me to say, Amen. You know, there, you know, you should be, you should feel that way. You know, you should feel strongly about what you say. Amen. You shouldn't just say anything out of your mouth. You know, you should, you should, you know, be siding with God on everything that you say, especially with marriage. You know, and your children. You need to be siding with God with what you say. You don't realize the power of your words when you're talking to your kids and when you're talking to your wife. It's important that you know the power of your words, you know. I don't know how many times I wished I could just reach out and grab some words that came out of my mouth, you know, because I wasn't controlling them that day, you know. The power of our words are important, amen. You know, and it's, if you do mess up, you know, be sure and ask them for forgiveness quickly, you know. Get right with him, amen, and, and see if they'll forgive you, you know. But try not to say anything that doesn't line up with God's word, amen. And we're just looking at a few scriptures. We hadn't even hardly got into this, praise the Lord, Amen. But it's important, you know, that impossible circumstances can change. You know, you know, it's interesting. The enemy likes to make you feel like your situation just cannot be changed. You know, he likes to make you feel depressed and get you sad and make you feel down, you know, and make you feel like, well, this situation, there's no way it can be changed. Now, you got to remember, he's a liar. Amen. You know, and, it, and when he does say that, you know, you should say, glory to God, it can be changed. <laughs> Amen. You should believe the opposite of what he says. Every time he says that, if it's negative and it's down, you know, that's not God. Amen. You know, it's not God. But if it's something that's up and it's positive and it's and it's moving forward, you know that's God. Amen. The enemy's trying to stop you from moving. He's trying to, 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 pass, to, to keep you from moving, to put a barricade in front of you. He don't like you, you know, achieving your dreams and your goals, you know, and he, he likes to make you feel like it just can't happen, but it, it can happen. Amen. Nothing's impossible for God. Amen. And you need to quit limiting him in your mind because nothing's impossible for him. Amen. Nothing. Say it with me. Nothing is impossible with God. Amen. Amen. So you can be, you can, uh, you can be healed of cancer. You can be free of depression. You can be debt free. Impossible circumstances can be changed and moved. You can be free if you get a hold of some things in this series. You can be free. There's some people that are bound today. They could be free if they just get a hold of some things that we're going to talk about in this series. Get If you're not free, listen to all these messages. Amen. Let God get you free. Amen. You can be confident. Boy, you know, 
if you understand confession when it comes to confidence, oh my goodness. I mean, you can, you know, you can be a confident person, you know, get up in the morning and, and say, I'm the righteousness in Christ Jesus. I'm the head and not the tail. I'm the top and not the bottom. I always triumph through Christ Jesus. You can be a confident person. It has a lot to do with what you're saying. Amen. It's, it has a lot to do how you're creating that picture on the inside. You know, if you're not creating a picture, you know, the enemy's creating a picture. Amen. You know, he's trying to create a picture in you that you're, you're not, you're not uh, special or you're not a, you're not a good person or you're never going to achieve something. You know, he's trying, he's working on your picture. <laughs> That's why he's throwing those thoughts in your mind, like seeds, trying to throw those seeds. That's why it's important. You got to be aggressive about this thing. Get up in the morning, have some confessions every morning. Amen. So you can be free and you can have confidence. Amen. Amen. So today we're going to start a new series and it's going to be talking about confession. Our words create our reality. Amen. They create the things that we want for our lives. Amen. Our words form our destiny. Think about that. Your words form your destiny and your purpose. Amen. If you want to be on track with God, you got to start agreeing with him. Amen. And if you want to have fulfill your purpose, you got to start agreeing with him. And, you know, and this takes effort. You know, you can't just sit on the couch. You know, you've got to get up and you've got to make some confessions. Amen. You're you're right where you are today because of the choice words that you've chosen. You know, you look around, take a minute and look around and think about what's going on in your life and think about the things that you're saying. You're right where you're at because of what you're saying. Amen. Let's look at Proverbs 18 real quick. Proverbs 18. Proverbs 18.21 says, Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. So you can eat some fruit of what you're saying, some good things. Amen. You, I like it. You know, the Bible says that he has passed, prearranged, picked for you, living the good life. Amen. But, to, you know, it's hard to live the good life if you're confessing the wrong things. Amen. You know, those things can take, your words can take you off all kinds of wrong directions, you know, because of what you're saying, you know. I like to say things like, my steps are ordered by the Lord. I'm always at the right place at the right time. Amen. Well, you know, it has a lot to do with me getting blessed, you know, and I, I get blessed a lot because I'm always at the right place at the right time. Amen. You know, and it has a lot to do with what I'm saying, you know, and what there's other people that get up and go, oh, dear Lord, I don't know what's going to happen today. <laughs> Oh, dear Lord, this is going to be a, a bad day, you know. Like I, I talked about in one of my messages I remember not too long ago where I was talking about a lady every time I got up and went to work, and I'm talking early in the morning, I'd go see this lady, and she'd be the first thing I'd hear when I get in the door. It's going to be a bad day. Well, man, you, I mean, how do you have a good day if you're saying that every day, you know? Well, death and life are in the power of your tongue. Proverbs 18.21, the Passion Translation says it like this. So we'll read a few versions. Your words are so powerful that they will kill or give life. And the talkative person will reap the consequences. Whoa. <laughs> That's powerful, isn't it? You know, you know, if you're talking too much, sometimes you can say too many things. You got to be careful, you know, limit your words to choice good words. Amen. Don't don't set yourself up for failure. Amen. Make sure that you're, you're setting the words out there that you like, you know, create, create the day that you want. Speak the good things that you need to create. Now, I know a lot of people listen to this message and they say, well, dear Lord, he's a name it and claim it preacher. 
Friend, I'm reading you scripture. Proverbs 8, 21, uh, I just read to you there. It says, death and life are in the power of the tongue. Now, you you can create your life and have good things. You confess good things. You're going to have good things. If you confess bad things, you're going to have bad things. Amen. But God wants you to have good things. Amen. He, he, all he thinks about with you is to have good things. He loves you. You're his kid. Amen. And the Bible says we cry, Abba, Father. Amen. You know, he's got good things for you. Proverbs 18, 21 says it like this in the message version. It says, words kill, words give life. They're either poison or fruit. You choose. Wow. Think about that. You know, you have a choice today. You know, you can pick words that kill or give life. Man, I tell you, you have to be careful, you know, to hurt people. You can say something so simple, you know. We were talking about this. Matter of fact, last night, me and my family were. We had an incident, and we were talking about it last night. I'm not going to go into the details of it. But we were talking about words and how they're so important, you know. You can hurt with words, or you can give life with words, you know. An encouraging word is is a powerful thing, isn't it? Oh, my goodness. I mean, I love it when somebody calls me up and gives me an encouraging word. Amen. Because you get plenty of negativity throughout the day because the enemy, he's always trying to attack your mind. Amen. That's why you need to be able to confess the right things and get on the offense as soon as you start your day and be, have a good, you know, good mindset. And you're speaking the right things. But, you know, words can kill, too. Words can hurt. Amen. You know, especially if you're close to your family. You know, or you're around somebody, you see them a lot. It's so easy because you know their weaknesses and it's easy to say the wrong things if you're not careful. You have to purpose to say, hey, no, I'm going to say good things. Amen. And if you just feel like, well, I don't know if I'm going to say something good. Maybe you need to just walk out. <laughs> yeah, it's important to choose your words. Amen. Good words will put you over. Amen. They'll make your life better. Make you have sing a new song. Amen. Make you have a good day. Amen. Good words, good confessions make you have a wonderful day. It just depends. What, what do you want to have? Amen. What do you want to have today? Do you want to have a good day? Do you want to have a good life? Do you want to go forward? Do you want to prosper? Do you want to be able to be a blessing to other people? Well, your words are one of the most important things in that. Amen. And so important that we get a hold of our words. Amen. Look over at Romans 4. Let's look over there real quick in the 17th verse. Now, I mean, time is getting away with me already. And uh, Romans 4, 17 says, As is written, I have made thee a father of many nations before him whom he believed, even God, who quickeneth the dead and calleth those things that be not as though they were. So God's way of doing things has to do with your words, doesn't it? Amen. That's the way he does things. And the way he does things, he, he calls things that be not as though they were. Amen. You know, he, he says things and they just come to pass. <laughs> Amen. There's no question. Nobody goes, God, that, is that going to come to pass? No, they come to pass because God always does what he says he's going to do. Amen. Romans 4, 17 says, as is written in the scripture, and this is the Amplified Version. It says, I have made you a father of many nations in the sight of him in whom he believed. That is God who gives life to the dead and calls into being that which does not exist. Wow. Think about that. He can cause things, in, come, things to come into being that don't exist. Did you know with your words, you know, we're made in the image of God. And, you know, you, you can call things into being by agreeing with God that don't exist 
Amen. That's what he wants you to do. You say, well, he wants me to do that? Oh, sure he does. He started your whole salvation walk that way. Amen. Amen. In Romans, or yeah, Romans 10, 9, and 10, and I'm skipping way ahead of what I have in my notes here. Romans 10, 9, and 10 says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and believe that thou shalt be thy, that, that, and shalt believe thine, in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Did you know you called things that be not as though they were when you got saved? Amen. You called them. Amen. You spoke it. Amen. You just agreed with God. You said, Lord Jesus. You may believe Jesus is Lord. Amen. And you believe God raised Jesus from the dead and you were saved. Amen. You just called it. Amen. You spoke it. Amen. Think about that. You know, we can speak things. He showed you that right away, didn't he? When you got saved. Amen. He did. And he wants you, he wants you to call things in your life that need to be called. We're going to look more at that. Amen. We're just getting into it today. James, let's look over there real quick. We're just kind of doing a foundational start and I'm just going to go over a few scriptures. If you're not able to turn there quickly, that's okay. I'm going to get through them real fast here for us. You know, we're just going to look at a few things today. James 3 and we're going to look at verses 3 through 6. It says, Behold, we put bits in the horse's mouth that they may obey us, and we turn about their whole body. Behold also the ships, which though they be so great, are driven of fierce winds, yet are they turned about with a very small helm. And whatsoever the governor listeneth, even so the tongue is a little member and boasteth great things. And behold, how great a matter a little fire kindleth. Now what he's telling us here, he's talking about a helm. You know, if you look up what a helm is, a helm is that uh, it's the steering part of the ship. It's the, uh, the round uh, steering wheel of the ship. And it had all those handles all the way around it, you know. And when you turn that thing, it causes that ship to go left, go right. And that was one of the main sources of travel, you know, back in that time. You know, I remember Paul was on a ship, you know, and the ship came apart. And, you know, the ships, you know, the, your life is like one of those ships. You know, you can, you can turn it one way and you can turn it another way. And it has to do with your words. Amen. You can go right into a storm with your words. You can go right into bad conditions with your words. Amen. You can go into bad weather with your words. Or you can listen to the Holy Spirit today and you can be led into a beautiful place with your words. Amen. It has a lot to do with what you're saying. Amen. But your words can cause great wonderful things in your life but it has to do with what what you're willing to say now lazy people <laughs> they don't want to hear this message you know because they want to say what they want to say you know or people that think they know it all they want to say whatever's on their mind you know but the truth is if you'll agree with god you're going to have good success amen you're going to accomplish your dreams and your goals but you got to agree with him amen we're, you know, we're laborers together with him is what the scripture says. Amen. We're supposed to flow with the Holy Spirit and with God. But, you know, it's important that we lead our lives on this, like a ship going the right direction. Amen. You know, there's people that are shipwrecked today in all kinds of circumstances, you know, and they don't have to be that way. It's, it's really sad. And you can listen to someone talk for five minutes and you can see, well, that's how they got there, you know. And it's, it's interesting, you know, the, if you start saying the right things, you get up in the morning, 
Your day can be so much different just that day. Amen. But it has to do with what you say. Your circumstances may not change overnight. Maybe you're confessing something every day, but you know, after a while, it's going to change. Amen. Either God's word's true or it's not. Amen. The Bible says that we can move impossible things with our words. And it's important that you learn about your words. We're going to talk about it in this series. We're going to get deep details about this. And we're going to talk, we're going to kick over some cows too. Amen. Some holy cows. Amen. But uh, we're, we're going to kick over a few. And uh, we're, but it's, you're going to learn. You're going to get some good things out of this if you're willing to listen to the Holy Spirit. Amen. You know, God wants you to be, you know, to accomplish your dreams and your goals. He wants you to have a wonderful day. He wants you to fulfill your dreams. He wants you to be with, flowing with him better. You know, if you want to flow with him better, then you got to be able to, you need to speak the right things. Amen. Remember, we talked about the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. I'm always at the right place at the right time. Well, you know, you flow better with God if you're saying the right things. Amen. If you say when you get up in the morning, I'm not going to get anything good today. Well, you probably won't. <laughs> Amen. You've got to speak the right things. You just don't understand the power of your words. Your words are powerful. Amen. We just read that life and death are in the power of your tongue. Amen. Good. We could say it like this. Good things and bad things are in the power of your tongue. Boy, it'd blow your mind if you knew some of the things we're going to talk about early. <laughs> we're going to get into this series. I don't want to get into every one of them because we could be here for quite some time, but we're going to go do it over time and progress with it. But, you know, your words are causing things to happen. Did you know angels flow with God's word? The Bible says that angels hearken unto his word. So there's things going on in the spirit with your words. Amen. And good things can be happening or bad things can be happening, but it has a lot to do with your words. Amen. And we just got through reading James there. Let's look over at Genesis, Genesis 1, and we're going to close on this Genesis 1 here. And we're just going to see how God uses his words here. Genesis 1. And Genesis 1, I'm going to read the New International Version. It says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Now the earth was formless and empty. Darkness was over the surface of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. I remember listening to a preacher talk about that. And you get that picture of the Holy Spirit just hovering over the waters. He's just waiting for to make something happen. Amen. That's powerful to think about, isn't it? He's just hovering over the waters, you know. This is not something boring to read here. This is powerful. In the third verse, he says, And God said, Let there be light. And there was light. Did he not call things to be not as though they were? There wasn't light, was there at all? But he called it, and there was light. Wouldn't that be something impossible? <laughs> if everything's dark, and he brings in light? Think about that. You know, and he does that type of thing. He, 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 with his word, remember when they, Jesus called Lazarus out of the grave. Think about that. He, if he'd not named Lazarus, I remember someone talking about this. Everybody would have came out of the grave. Amen. Cause he calls things that be not as though they were. Amen. The fourth verse is, and God saw that light was good and he separated the light from the darkness and God called the light day and the darkness he called night. And there was evening. And there was morning the first day. And God said, let there be a vault between the waters to separate the water from the water. So God made a vault and separated the water under the vault from the water above it. 
And it was so. God called the vault sky. Isn't that powerful? He just creates the sky. just spoke it. And there was a sky. Amen. Now, Buddha didn't do that. <laughs> Muhammad didn't do that. There ain't no other God out there that can do that. Amen. Except Jehovah Jireh. Jehovah. He, he's the only one that can do that. You know, he, and you, you can sit there and you can hear everybody and what they have to say and what their gods. But no, their gods are dead. Our God's alive. Amen. And he's quickening you right there where you're at. You know, he's touching your body right now. And he's touching you right there where you're at. If you let him touch you, praise the Lord. He's alive. He's not dead. He's alive. Amen. And you, all you need is just one word from him. <laughs> all you need is just one word. And he'll quicken your mortal body, give you energy that you didn't have before, strength you didn't have before. Amen. If you just sat there and you said all day and just confess the joy of the Lord is my strength. The joy of the Lord is my strength. You'll just start bubbling with joy. Amen. You'll start, if you'll say, he's the God of peace, I have peace. If you just start saying peace all day, that God gives me peace. If you just said that all day, you'll have more peace than you'll ever, that you could possibly have and peace that the world doesn't even have. But it has to do with what you're saying. Amen. And it's important that, you, that you're saying the right things. You know, just agree with God. And there was evening and there was morning the second day, and God said, Let the water under the sky be gathered to one place, and let the dry land appear. And it was so. God called the dry land land. Just think, He just said land, and there was land. Amen. <laughs> there wasn't land, but He called it. He calls those things that don't exist, exist. Amen. Because He's God. And He gathered the waters and called the seas, and God saw that it was good. I like how he talks there. God saw that it was good. He was pleased with it. Amen. He liked it. Amen. He likes the, I mean, I've seen some beautiful skies lately. I was looking at the sky earlier this morning. He makes some beautiful skies, doesn't he? And he sees that it's good and he likes it. Amen. I love God. He's so good, isn't he? Then God said, let the land produce vegetation, seed bearing plants and trees on the land that bear fruit with seed in it according to their variation, various kinds, and it was so. And a land produced vegetation, plants bearing seed according to their kinds, and trees bearing fruit with seed in it according to their kinds. And God saw that it was good. <laughs> and he looks at you and he says, you look good. Amen. He created you in his image. Amen. We look good. Amen. And there was evening and there was morning the third day. And God said, let there be lights in the vault of the sky to separate the day from the night and let them serve as signs to mark sacred times and days and years and let them be lights in the vault of the sky to give light on earth. And it was so. God made two great lights, the greater light to govern the day and the lesser light to govern the night. He also made the stars. <laughs> He's so creative and he makes beautiful things. And, but he calls those things that be not or the things that don't exist to exist. Amen. God sent them in the vault of the sky to give light on the earth, to govern the day and the night, to separate light from darkness. And God saw that it was good. And there was evening and there was morning the fourth day. So he was happy, wasn't it, about how he created things. Amen. And he is, I believe he's still happy about how he created things. You know, you look at the sky, how he created things and the, and the stars. But he, when you look at those things, you have to remember those things didn't exist before, but he called them 
and they exist. And you know, your life can be beautiful like those stars, beautiful like those the, the paintings that God paints in the sky. It can be beautiful, but you have to be able to call those things that be not as though they were. Amen. You got to be able to speak it. Amen. You got to agree with God. He's already paid for it all. He paid for it with his life through Jesus. Amen. But you, you've got to speak it and you got to confess it and you got to agree with him about it. Amen. So he can cause that to come to pass in our lives. Amen. And we're going to get deeper into that. We're just touching the surface today. But he wants your life to be beautiful. He wants it to be good. Amen. He wants everything in your life to be good because he's a good God. Amen. And he wants good things for you. Amen. Well, God bless you. Let's pray. Father, we just thank you, Lord, for your goodness and your mercy. And Father, we just thank you, Lord, for wanting good things in our life, Lord. I, I thank you. You look at our lives and you, and you say, I want something good for them. And those are my kids. Amen. And I just thank you, Lord, that you want good things for us. And Father, we just ask, Lord, if there's someone out there that doesn't know you today, Father Lord, help them to get a hold of your word today, Father Lord, and help them just to pray this with me. All you got to do is believe God's raised Jesus from the dead and confess Jesus as Lord today, and you are saved. Amen. And we just, let's pray that, Father, I just believe that you've raised Jesus from the dead, and I just confess Jesus as Lord of my life. And we just thank you, Father, for it in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Father, we ask that you touch these people, Lord, as we get into this series this week. Help them to make every one of these messages and hear every one of these messages, Lord, and, and get what they need out of it, Father. And Father, we just ask for it in Jesus' name. And we just ask that you help us, Lord, to get people free. Help them, Lord, to get it on the direction and the helm of their life where they need to go. And Father, we just ask for it in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Well, we love you a whole bunch, and God bless you. We're glad that you made it today, and we hope that you have a wonderful day. God bless you. If you'd like to contact us for a prayer, praise reports, or offerings, go to jeremiahsmithministries.podbean.com. Thank you for listening.